0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 187 of the Y'all Can Hear it podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick, and joining me today are my two circular co-hosts.
1: I'm Can't Stop Spinning, I'm Going to Vomit, Colt. I'm Whirlpool Wenzel.
0: So we're, we're back with the A- ayc 8 spinner wheel. We still have seven more topics to get through, and we're going to spin the wheel and see where we land. And like before, we'll have about 10 to 15 minutes per, per subject before we move on to the next one. And I think we can go ahead and get started with that. Wenzel, would go ahead and be so kind as to spin that wheel. You got it. Spin it.
2: I didn't even spin it that hard. It did it for
0: a long time. Oh. Oh, it's actually one of Pat's. It's Bionicle. Finally, the Wenzel bias is worn off. I finally get to talk about one of my subjects. But yes, uh, Bionicle, one of Lego's long-term, deep, blower storytelling toys about these biomechanical robot heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Each one based off an element of nature, fire, water, wind, air, earth, rock, and ice. So, uh, this, this was a big toy of mine back when I was a kid, and it sort of got a resurgence as of late as like a big sort of meme but was this something that any of y'all ever really played with or had much experience oh, hell with yeah uh
1: it wasn't as much as lego but it was definitely i'd say it's like second to lego when uh with my toys uh, because i had a whole ton of bionicle stuff i would always build the original uh whatever it was supposed to be from the manual. And then after that, I would take them apart and then make an abomination with, like, six heads, eight arms, stuff like that. And it would always just be my main focus to use that to uh, have it fight everything in my room. I absolutely love Bionicles. Bionicle? It, or Bionicles? Uh, uh,
0: but it's actually Bionicles, if you're going by the Greek. Oh, Bionicles. yeah, there he
1: is.
2: Um, Okay. Kind of don't want to talk about Bionicle because it makes me sad when I think about them. Um, It's just, uh, I love them. I love them to death. Uh, I didn't really care for Legos, but Bionicle was where it was at for me. Uh, A lot of money. Not mine. My parents were invested into Bionicles. Uh, I had so many, and I kept the boxes. Um, I, you know, um, I kept some of the boxes. I think a lot of them I just threw away because... Uh, some of them were just regular boxes, and some of them were kind of cool box designs and stuff. Um, and uh, what makes me really sad <laughs> about them is that, uh, and it's my own fault, really. Um, whenever, you know, I got older and we moved, um, we moved where I live now, uh, I just kind of threw them all in a box. And um, when I opened that box, they are just kind of all, like, uh, thrown together, Um just some some of them some of them are actually broken because I looked through them, um, and uh, a lot of the manuals I don't know where the manuals are. Some of them, because I was a weird kid and didn't know how to clean up after myself, uh, some of them I just kind of threw into bags like random bags, and I just kind of like I literally just uh, just kind of threw them somewhere, and uh, I would put stuff on them, and you know of course they were broken, and I don't I don't know what happened to a lot of them, and it, when I think about it, it just makes me really sad because you know Bionicle doesn't exist anymore really uh and um man i had a, a really fun time building them and i loved the um i would always go to the website and watch the uh <laughs> some of the trailers they had for them like for the movies and stuff uh or for like the next line of uh, heroes and because um, i remember one of them was uh oh my god it was like it's like I remember as a kid I would get such like goosebumps when I watched it it was like they went deep underwater and um, it would play an Evanescence song and I loved it <laughs> oh, wasn't and, there also um, a Bionicle uh,
1: I feel like there was a Bionicle commercial or it could have been an AMV for a Linkin Park song maybe it was like what I've done
0: Uh, I, I know I mean, there, there's def- I'm sure there's an AMV with how moody the series get and a leaking Park song. No, but there was like an, an official commercial that played with like a era of Bionicle with a all American region. That's song. it.
2: Yes. What it takes to be a hero. Yeah.
0: What it takes. That went hard because i know there for a while like it w- apparently within the bionicle fandom move along by all american G- rejects was the unofficial theme song for the
2: series <laughs> yes move along yes move along move god. along i love okay. that okay. stuff
1: so much man i never watched the <laughs> shows but boy yeah. i did love building them
2: i man i watched the movies and um god i love watching the movies um all you know as a kid always uh I'd always blush when I saw the female bionicles.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> you horny for the, the girl bionicles? <laughs> I gotta look this up because let me tell <laughs> yeah. you, I don't.
2: No, 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 no. Did definitely tell you they won't. They look like regular bionicles. They look like <laughs> you know, there's not there's not really much of a difference other than their voice. <laughs>
1: well, then you haven't
0: really uh, googled bionicle porn, then, have you?
1: I- I've seen a no. bunch of custom. Why with I ever do large chests? I googled this. <laughs> Dang, buff dudes, no. right? <laughs> no, oh. these are custom. These are very custom.
2: <laughs> Damn, uh, man, yeah, no, I, man, I love watching the movies and um,
0: God, Bionicle was
2: just so so much fun. A lot a of, lot of um, lot of hot childhood memories there.
0: Um, I, I know with me, like I, I was there when the original series came out, like two thousand one. So the, there were six. I, I had three and my cousin who I always like sort of played and shared stuff with had the other three I had the wind the water and the ice one and he had the fire rock and earth one and then like Colt like I-, I would build them or kind of kit bash them together but I-, I think if he got if you got the th- the three sets as we had them configured the-, the wind water ice fire rock and earth it- in each one, there's a portion of a build where you can combine all three together. Because apparently within the lore, three had a fusion dance. They turned into a gig, big, giant uh, mecha. And then the other three fusion dance into a big, giant yeah. mecha. Yeah. And I remember the the green one, the, the air one, he was my first. And uh, then the water was the only girl. And then the ice one... Uh, he he was he was he was essentially the Sasuke of the Bionicles. How he's just like I'm I'm the Ice Man. I'm cool. I'm lonely. I can't associate. Yes. I'm hard to deal with.
1: Cody had Cody was the first one to get him because I wasn't really old enough to play with them. And when they first dropped, he got the Fire Dude, and he also had a white like ball shaped one that could stick its head out. It had a bobbing thing going on.
0: Oh yeah, that was that was. Probably this one of the the second inter, like the second part of the story, which was called the Bow Rock. Basically, they're like these little parasitic, like voracious monsters that they roll around the ball, and then when they kind of unfold, they had a little lever you press it, 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 their head would strike out like a snake.
1: Oh hell yeah, yeah! But I played with that one constantly because yeah. the, just a the little head bob, I love that thing so much. Uh, but when I got into it, it was later. When everything was starting to get a little wild and wacky, I had at-rex Bionicle that was huge. I had uh like a giant green and black Bionicle that had like these giant wings and it could shoot little balls
2: yeah i I think I
1: know which one you're talking about. No uh, those two are still Man. in my garage. Yeah. I still own them. The only downside is as these things get older, the place uh it also happened when I had them brand new. Where the ball socket meets with the other, like you know, where the joints move and whatnot, I always have yeah. that little—not the ball, but the thing that the ball goes into—that would always break.
2: Yes, yeah, yes. Break. exactly. Yeah, that's what—that's what—that's what, that's what, su- what kind of sucks about them. Um, I used to, um, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you because I had so many Bionicle, um, but the one I remember the most is the one where they went underwater, um, where they had to be, um they had to be converted into like, you know, aquatic, um, heroes or whatever. There was like, there was the, there was the, um, the, re- the regular hero group or whatever. And then there was like the villain group. I had like both sides and, um, but my favorite was like, uh, cause you could get like the big bionicle, you know, uh, builds or whatever. And, uh, one of them I got was like, he was like a giant, like, um, he had like a huge mouth and, uh, he, he was just kind of like a mouth with like, uh, Two two arms and feet, and he was like, he was so cool because also his like he had like a blue head and it could glow in the dark. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, a lot of those underwater ones could glow in the dark because you know they go so deep underwater. It's it was so cool. I loved them.
1: Looking at, I just looked up pictures. I'm going off memories in my head. They don't look as cool as I remember. <laughs> Cause looking at the base oh my set, God. they look awesome. These are very much. As good as it got in two thousand and one. Uh, special, even the big black and green and the T Rex, that stuff looked amazing in my mind. I guess kid, when you're a kid, your imagination makes up most of it. But mmm, they're still cool.
0: There's there's definitely like a, like a simple build now, but that was like a big departure in terms of like Lego sort of toys. Oh yeah. They, plus they were like rated for like older kids to play with because it. It took, a, I guess, a, a bit more skill to put them together.
1: I, I can see why I love uh, building gun plus so much because it's kind of similar in the fact that you just put them together and you fuck around with them, uh, and uh, yeah. you can also kit bash them if you're good enough with your hands and confident in destroying parts to uh, make something new.
2: Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm going through the images i I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> like because I remember as a kid, I, you know, uh and I was a kid, uh I really enjoyed them, but then now like when I think about it, I remember also I remember also as a kid being like, "Man, these guys look really different from the box art." Um when they actually look very much exactly like the box art and then they're very simple and, you know, kind of plain. Um you know, none, none they also came that. in some uh, really
1: cool containers that, in the end, probably weren't good uh, for like environment wise. It's just a hunk of plastic, but they were so cool. I never threw them away. Yeah, uh, well, I had to throw these away. I don't have them anymore, but I used to keep them as long as I could. I kept
2: okay. The one the bionicle that I remember the most are the bionicle Mari. Uh M A H R I, the underwater one. Yeah, I their boxes were cool. And you know, their designs, you know, they're pretty sick. They had like essentially guns. <laughs> and uh I still enjoy those. But then also now when I look at it, I remember the um I think I had some of the Toa Inika. I don't know if anybody remember those. Uh they had um they're like their gimmick or like part of their generation was that they had these things that sh- they they shoot yeah,
1: balls. Yeah, I had both uh, of those, the Amari and these y- Toas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh the enemy side of it. And I remember there was like a game. Oh shit. I'm getting so many memories now. The uh the Paraka. Oh man. They had like these huge like um they had like mouths, uh they're the counterparts and they had like these kind of like they're not smiles, but like you could see their teeth yeah. when you built them or whatever. Oh, Don't look okay. at the prices.
1: Uh, uh, do not sorry. look at prices on these because they are not necessarily too high, but they are too high uh, to start reliving your childhood. I will say that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the uh, the enemy side of the uh, the underwater guys were the Baraki. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, because I, I remember like my cousin, he had like the. Bionicle Compendium book, essentially. Basically, it was an encyclopedia of everything in the story up to that point. And the story ran, like, for over ten years, I think. It was, like, a very dense and convoluted lore they had for this series. Um, But probably uh, one last thing from my end, one of my favorite things about this series when I was a kid is that uh, it came with a Bionicle comic book that was put out by DC. And just looking back, like I think the art still looks very good, and it has a way of like making these like little simple plastic toys look kind of cool and badass. they they're kind of made like very like weathered and textured, like they're like they're sort of these like weathered hewn like long served robots. And Carlos Donda is was the artist, and he still does work today. And like even his early stuff from the two thousands still looks really cool to me. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the Bionicle comics.
1: Uh,
2: yeah, I remember. Sick. Yeah, I remember really enjoying those. Um yeah, you know, I'm looking at these prices. Um Toy Wiz has Lego Bionicle Tachadox. I remember this is one of my favorite uh this is one of my favorites because it reminded me of a praying mantis. Motherfucker is a hundred and nineteen ninety nine.
1: Oh god. And it does not visually, it doesn't look like it should be that expensive. D- don't
2: Okay. It shouldn't, but visually, it looks sick. Don't you dare <laughs> disparage that
1: sick either. I will say that. It's so lanky. Oh my look God, up, eat Pat. my look shorts. Up, listeners. It's supposed to be lanky. T-A-K-A-D-O-X. Oh my God. what's T-A-K-A-D-O-X. Yeah, it's also true. All these things are lanky, but this one seemed especially lanky, especially in the chest.
0: Okay, I, I, I'm looking at the prime matches. I want to say I remember these. Uh, these were towards like... I guess, like, the mid-era of it. This, this is definitely, like... This would have been, like, high school era for me. Like, if I was in high school. I remember seeing those, like, in stores.
2: I think... Maybe, like yeah. Like, one of these
0: got, like... I think the blue one, that, which you're talking to me, have. he had, like, this crossbow that shoots a squid. This little, like, squid yeah, yeah. projectile.
2: That's what they shot, yeah. Because they would, like... I think they would, like drain your energy the, their energy or something I can't remember um there was also one I had him um if you can look him up he was also part of this group his name was Nocturne what was cool about them was like you know like you can tell they had they could glow in the dark which was really cool um Nocturne was like a big, oh, yeah, this one uh, looks big cool. boy part of the big boy set yeah I built him. Uh, the one, the one I remember the most. Like I was talking about. Um, shit, I can't find him. He had like a huge mouth though. Uh, also built
1: um, Hydraxon as well. He was sick. They definitely got better. Mm, yeah. With their designs as the series aged. Like I, I, if they were to come with a modern day Bionicle, I feel like that would be insane. I feel like it'd be really awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I would be curious. But yeah, you know, good times for me, I guess. Yeah.
0: And shout out to all the Bionicle fans on Instagram who liked our posts last week. Uh, there, was a, there was a lot of you, so we appreciate you out there in Bionicle Land. <laughs> yeah. Even just mentioning God. that in the hashtag, that got us uh, some love. So appreciate that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bionicle. We had fans. a little talk yeah. for you guys. I was going to say,
1: your Bionicle moment this is for
2: you oh I was gonna say though pat um did you did you do this though because of that one picture that was on Twitter about uh, Coming about the Bionicle army about to face trump
0: <laughs> i you know I think that what what jogged my memory of it because like for those of don't know there, there's a picture that went around Twitter like it, it was it was released when trump was inaugurated in inaugurated 2016. it just has him from behind looking over like a glacial field and just hundreds of thousands of Bionicles just like we're coming for you Trump watch your back
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then and then like when then like t- towards the end of this like election cycle like that tweet just went viral again because because the account's been dead for like four or five years but just all of a sudden they got an extra like set of life from like this like election hell we, we all went through.
2: <laughs> they they just got, I bet you that'd be so fun. they forgot the password for that account so they had to go through all this shit just to get back on just to say just to do that
1: and I respect it uh, that,
0: that's right everyone Bionicle is, a, is an important ally in the war against fascism
1: bring back Bionicle yeah. uh, whoever's behind Legos I know you're there uh, listen to us we want more Bionicle I will think about getting into Bionicle if you release more Fuck, don't do that to me. <laughs>
2: don't. I already spent so much money on other stuff. Yeah, shit. I'm pretty sure y'all yeah. don't have
0: the, the 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 budget to spare to get to start another collectible building. <laughs> I'll hobby get at and...
1: least one. Or at, at least so... one.
0: It always starts with one Cole. It then it then look where we have you have shelves and un- un- unbuilt boxes of gun Hey,
1: hey, I've got more built than unbuilt, okay?
2: Well, I, I was gonna say that whenever I got cold start on that, I I did it wasn't a I knew it was gonna be one time thing. I I purposely got yeah him like he it,
1: really it. did, and it's uh, thousands later, thousands of dollars later. Uh, my room's covered in little robots, and uh, I've probably you know how they say a thousand hours to master the art. I've mastered at this point. I think I've in this room alone build wise, mm, probably fifteen hundred hours.
2: You mean $1,500?
1: No, hours.
0: Yeah, our
1: $1 Gundams. Yeah, I wish that they were $1 Gundams. Oh, that'd be sick. But yeah, that's, that's your little Bionicle thing, even though we went for 20 minutes or almost 20 minutes on uh, Bionicle.
0: I think we, we had our little piece with Bionicle. I think we're ready for the next topic. Wenzel, if you would, you got it.
1: Ooh, we actually heard the spinning on Discord this time. And it's gone now, but whatever.
2: Uh, it landed on calzones. That was John uh,
1: Just a topic of calzones? Or is there a question related? That, he just, it, no, we just said now, calzones. Now we, uh, since
0: Johnson's not here today, we have to figure out what they meant by calzones. Um, calzones, uh, are they a
1: sandwich? No, they're a calzone. No, they're a calzone. Calzones,
0: yeah. are they just a pizza folded in half?
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Is a taco a sandwich?
0: I've seen people who um, would argue that.
1: Oh, no. They're wrong. It's not a sandwich. Like, a hot dog's not a sandwich. <laughs> Damn. A very contentious idea. It's a hot dog. Idea. It's, but calzones, man, uh, it's basically a folded pizza uh, with uh, random stuff inside. It's the original Hot Pocket. Has anybody had a calzone? Yeah. Not in a very long time. It's been, like, two years, but I've had a calzone.
2: It's probably been, for me, like, nine years. I remember exactly when I tried a calzone. Two
1: thousand eleven. Did you like it? It was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I love pizza. I love everything that goes on pizza, so uh can't really go wrong with a calzone. I think
0: my my aversion to calzones was just like you just you had this giant like pocket of dough, and it's just filled with like scalding hot like meat and cheese. That's why I'm like I'm not a big fan of like pizza rolls because like it's just like. Meaty napalm when he bite into the thing.
1: You gotta let it cool down as soon as you. you don't eat everything as soon as it comes out of the oven, let it cool, do you? it's
0: still really hot in there because it's just a heat packet. It stays hot.
1: <laughs> you just gotta be patient, Pat. You gotta let it be cool, calm. You gotta be patient, and sit. And if you cut it open a little
2: bit, that'll let all the heat escape.
1: Yeah, here's a tactic for eating your pocketed foods. Uh, tear a little hole with your teeth or knife or fork, whatever. And just blow into it. the It'll cool down.
0: Yeah, a little wipe hack for all you people with uh, calzone issues.
1: Because I know there's someone eating a calzone building a b- bionicle yeah. right now, and they needed that little tip. Where are my calzone bionicle fans?
2: <laughs> How many bionicle fans out here like calzones? Like, so we we
0: want to know what the Venn diagram is for people who enjoy early 2000s uh, Lego toys and uh, Italian dishes.
1: I would be in that. I would be in that uh, area. I'd be in that demographic, yeah. I don't know how he can get much off calzones, Jonathan. I don't know because I haven't eaten a calzone. He
2: just said, you know, Jonathan should be here right now to talk about calzones, but he isn't. This is his
0: topic. So, so everybody, like, t- give uh, Jonathan your confused and angry calzone
1: query. Yeah, anybody okay. have any last calzone things they want to get out? I was just, just going to say,
2: anybody listening right now, if you're just as mad as we are that we are not talking about calzones, take it up with Jonathan. You can message him. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, uh, what's his plug? What's his What's his thing? Tell us right now. At Johnny Boy. No, it's is
0: it? A- at, at J O N B O I I. Okay. Yeah. That's so. A-
2: Okay, so if you're mad, message him. Direct message him. Ask him, why wasn't he here to talk about Calzones?
0: Why did he abandon yeah, us? at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24. If
2: you have to, go on his letterbox. Whatever reviews he writes, comment on them. Say, hey, why weren't you there
1: to talk about Calzones with the lads? Yeah, like, what did you mean about Calzones? Was there a question there? What's that?
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, you have all this time to watch a movie. Why don't you talk about
1: Calzones? Motherfucker. You make me sick. Also, tell him that he uh, makes you sick, uh, that you yeah. not talk about calzones. And you love calzones. you got to make sure that he knows you love calzones. Like,
0: four years uh, we've been doing this podcast, and you're waiting for the day you finally get to hear about some banter regarding calzones, and then you just left high and dry. Yep. Edging for just four years and nothing. Nothing. Just walked I away. I will tell
1: you. That if Tanner was here, he'd say some stupid shit about a calzone being a sandwich. That's all I know.
0: Wait, what? Do yeah, you, this, he the, doesn't believe that, does he?
1: Uh, he. Mm.
0: Uh, well, all the sandwich talk is very much up Tanner's alley. Just like he has to debate about what's a sandwich? What's this? What's that?
1: I don't know where he stands anymore on what's a sandwich and what's not outside I mean, we way. know. We know he doesn't. We know he knows. He's the one that started the whole
2: thing of a hot dog isn't a sandwich with us.
1: Okay, yeah, that's right. What do you mean? You did not remember that? I just said, okay, yeah, that is right. Whatever. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, I'm done, I'm done cal- with Calzones. I'm, cal mad zones. Yeah, I'm mad. Thanks, Jonathan. Calzones are tearing us apart. Damn
0: it. All right, let's uh, spin that wheel. What do we have next?
2: Uh, it's another one of Pat's. Ooh. It's a... Uh, crabs versus
1: monkeys
0: okay get into this i shit. want you to
1: explain what you mean by crabs versus monkeys pat are we talking combat
0: well we we can get into it um because this, this i'm sure this is a a multifaceted conversation okay because um i don't know if y'all are onto monkey twitter but i got turned onto monkey twitter recently and it, well, first of all it's a hoot and a holler
1: <laughs> and- pat, you have no clue what we're on when it comes to monkeys
0: Uh, But anyway, Monkey Twitter is uh, pretty amazing. There's been a sort of a monkey mindset that's been going on lately about reject humanity, embrace monkey. Basically, going back in the evolutionary chart to a simpler time as monkeys. (laughs) And then on this sort of evolutionary road track, there has been a second one that emerged from the Santa time. And that's this uh, sort of rediscovery of this idea of carcinization, which is the evolutionary... Propensity to turn into crabs because uh, over the course of life on Earth, crabs have have evolved five separate times.
2: Yeah, the the reason being for that though, or they're they're sort trying to figure it out, but they think that a lot of crustaceans, because it it's mostly carcinization, mostly is referring to crustaceans, not like everywhere else like humans or reptiles or anything. Because crustaceans, uh, the more they evolve, for some reason, they keep ending up being crabs, and um. There, there are some reasons, but that that's mainly why it's such an interesting phenomenon because it's come back. Um, yeah, monkey.
0: And uh, I was just basically wanted to bring up like how interesting it was that just these weird facts that humans want to be monkeys again and also how nature just keeps wanting to make crabs. You now how many times it seems feasible or not. And ultimately, who has the better end of this uh, evolutionary warfare? Crabs versus monkeys, who would win?
1: Monkeys. Monkeys, a hundred percent.
2: We actually talked about this. Me and Cole actually talked about this while we were playing Cold War recently. About like, you know, if we like if there was an option of like to evolve for some reason bat either evolve into crab, uh, or evolve back to monkey, what well, would we be? We all you know, we agreed it'd be monkey.
1: hundred percent. It's monkey because monkey is basically us, but Dahmer. And uh some monkey have uh basically hands for feet and a tail that can act as like a extra limb while a crab yeah, it just got snip snip and it go underwater
2: well you know crabs can do a lot there's a reason why crustacean or i'm <laughs> saying this again there is a possible reason why they keep turning into crabs and that's because crabs um like you said you know snip snip they um they have better mobility they move faster than like lobsters um they can burrow they can climb trees like that they think that might be the reason why a lot of these um animals keep doing that and a fun fact there's actually true crabs and there's false crabs um coconut crabs are false crabs
1: yeah they look like spiders yeah
2: real fucked up and um and another interesting fact, too, is that um, way, way, way back during prehistoric times, I think this is probably before the dinosaurs, there was actually um, something known, there was actually a moment of decarcinization, which is uh, to avert, um, to not turn into crab or to become something else other than crab. There was some evolutionary line where it was crab, but then it decided at some point to become not crab. Uh and what it turns into is, like, really bizarre. It's a really weird creature. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Because I, I screenshotted it and shared it in the chat. Because it was just... It was, like, so cool. Like, uh, from, like, what they could... Um, artist, the artist's uh, rendition of um, what it possibly looked like. And, um, yeah, it was... Um, it was uh, Calichima- Chimera Perplexa. Really cool-looking creature. And um, it... It's not like when you when it, when you look at it and look at it, and when they looked at it, it's like, you know it's it's not a crab. <laughs> and so like apparently there's something beyond crab. And it's I- I
0: also it was a crab decided it, it didn't want to be a crab anymore. And also animals that wanted to turn into crabs, but they're still not technically crabs. They're, they're under the broader umbrella of crustaceans and decapods but like they're not really crabs. Which is which is like bizarre, but like, can can a monkey do this? Have you have y'all seen the TikTok of the old lady that's fostering the crab that's lost all of its legs and its claws, but it's still alive and she's nurturing it back to health? No,
1: that sounds like hell. That does sound bad.
0: But but you can't chop off a monkey's limbs and they grow back. But a crab will grow back in time if you give it enough like food, water, and a positive assertion.
1: That's true. That's true. But Jesus Christ, at the same time. <laughs>
2: I mean, you know, like they grow
1: back, but I mean but I mean monkey monkey have thumbs. Monkey can play video games. Okay, Pat, uh we had this thing, we're talking about like we'd rather be monkeys. Uh we got that, yes. Me and Wenzel came up with our own monkey sonas while we were playing Call of Duty the other day.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. monkey sonas. There are monkey personas.
1: And uh we decided uh I am a chimp. Uh Winslow's a bush baby. We went ahead and said Tanner is a chimp because he gives off chimp energy like me. Uh, we said that Cody and uh, Jonathan give off orangutan energy while you give off spider monkey energy. But you can change it. You can change it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a chimp named Dorito. And I love to shoot a gun at the sun uh, because I think it's wanting to kill me and everyone I love.
0: The sun is very hot and it's always above you. It's just looming over you, um, waiting for you to turn your back and drop your guard.
1: And uh, Kind of, yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling uh, looks after us. We live in like a group house where Ryan Gosling takes care of us because we are monkeys that we can't really do much in society. But Ryan Gosling cares enough about us that we can do whatever we want in his care. Every night before bed, he tackles me and takes my gun away. Uh, because I can't have a gun, cause I'll shoot at the sun all night. Even when it's gone, I'll shoot in the air. <laughs>
2: He's. It's like make a, sure it doesn't come back. It's like Alvin in the chipmunk situation, uh, but worse. Yeah. Um, and and you know that's also another thing too is like in this hypothetical situation, we'd be kind of semi-intelligent because also cult shooting at the sun because I think they can kill him. A regular chimpanzee, uh, doesn't believe in deities as far as we know. Um, uh, I'm a bush baby named Chicken Sandwich. Um, and you have to say my full name, Chicken Sandwich. You can't say chicken, you can't say chick, you can't say sandwich, Chicken Sandwich. It's
1: full name, Chicken Sandwich.
2: Yeah. Um, and I just like sitting, I like sleeping in big bed and play video games.
1: And, uh, we were wondering, what about you, Pat? If you were a monkey, monkey what would your monkey Sona be?
0: I, I do like the spider monkey. I do appreciate that. Um, but if I could amend that with a different suggestion for my monkey, Sona, I I appreciate the uh, thought, but I was thinking, what if I instead was a golden lion tamarind? I'm going to have to look this up. Very pretty. Yes. I know. I, I,
2: I I actually know uh, exactly what you're talking about.
1: Oh, okay. Fancy little monkey. It also fits because it's got ginger hair. Yeah, no, that
2: totally fits. Yeah, I mean Pat, if that's what you want to be, that's what you want to be. Uh we just That was that a placeholder w- pretty much. Th- that was a placeholder for us. Um you get to choose and um hell yeah,
1: you're in, bro.
0: Golden Lion Tamarin is uh my game and my name is
1: Barbatox. Talks. Barbatox. Talks. We got chicken sandwich, Dorito and Barbatox.
2: You know, we tried We tried telling Tanner this uh, last night because he got on. The, the, the guy cold-shouldered us, you know? Yeah, we're son like, of, what's your
1: monkey-sona? Tell us. And he's like, y'all have too much free time. We're playing Call of Duty. What do you expect us to do? Be in the game <laughs> 100% with our minds? <laughs> I want to make up monkey-sona while I'm playing Call of Duty.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... Oh, d- 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 I can't believe you said that. I'm kind of mad again now. <laughs> I can't believe he blew you off. And 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 um uh, in this also situation, uh, since Colt and you know Tanner's placeholders a chimp, uh, they both get bunk beds. Um, I get my own room, of course. Uh, I li- I sleep in a queen size bed, uh, with a lot of pillows. Um, Ryan Gosling has to tuck me in. Um, yeah, I'm a tiny baby. How would, uh, oh, would Barbara
1: talks sleeping situation be? Yeah. Um,
0: I would find the person that I enjoyed the most company that day, and I would just come in their bed.
1: Okay, all right. So uh, it's mostly gonna be Ryan Gosling, but we'll have visitors every now and then.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so w- while he, uh, I'll just take the moment while he's trying to. Uh, desperately wrench the gun from your monkey strength hands. <laughs> I would just sneak into bed and cover up and turn off the lights. <laughs> and then he would be a little exasperated when he got back to his bedroom after like tussling you for forty five minutes with scratches and blood. But then he just he'd just be too uh, too cute t- to be dis- to disturb. So he would just lay down on the floor. Fuck.
1: Now, I respect it. That's a very good choice. I
0: respect it. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of chimpanzees. Ah, uh, hell yes! He's fighting a Ryan ch- Gosling tackling me, Dorito, <laughs> and struggling to get the gun away from me, uh. dude. It
2: something that's always just I love looking at animal um physiology um or like their like musculature, and then like looking at chimpanzees, it's crazy just how fucking bulky they are, man. Like, no, it makes sense; they can rip off your face. Oh yeah, totally uh, makes I sense. would
1: never ever be in the same room as a chimpanzee. As long as they're, like, separated, like, uh, with thick, thick glass, I will feel comfortable. But I will never, ever be in an open-air room with a, any kind of monkey, probably. I'm scared what, of what them if it, ripping my face off. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, what if it's, like, a baby with a diaper on? <laughs> I feel like babies are still very strong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Colt would just keep
0: the monkey until... It grew to a age where uh, Colt's strength could no longer match it. Like whatever the proportional age to like strength that monkeys to humans are, Colt would uh, give give it to a sanctuary at that time. Oh,
2: sorry. That reminds me. Uh, I would also always wear sweatpants, tiny sweatpants.
1: <laughs> I'm butt naked most of the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling is having uh, a lot of trouble. He has to try to dress them, and you know he has a gun. So,
1: but yeah, monkeys rule. Crabs suck. Uh, they don't suck. You know, it's just that monkeys rule. They rule so much.
2: You know, there's people with podcasts um, about like uh, art, film, um, you know, investigative. Um, we talk about monkeys.
1: <laughs> monkeys sold us here. And I'll do it again. I'll talk about any kind of persona ever. It's so easy, and it's fun like it's gosh, fun yeah. I like the way we came up with our own monkey sonas, is like, you know what Dorito is a good name for a monkey, and that's how it started from there
2: literally literally how it started um so yeah monkeys for, i I imagine monkeys
0: for all of us win this battle unless pat do you do you still yeah pat, what do you uh, feel have, uh I turn the corner, and there's actually a crab with a gun and a knife. Oh, God. So fuck. I'm kind of... I feel like my, my voice is being a little pressured right now.
1: Oh, fuck. So, uh, <laughs> Just call Dorito up. He has a gun, too. Don't call me. Or, what
0: would be, or, one, or one last bit. What would be the best uh, monkey-crab hybrid that would bring the two species together at, at, or to stop the war?
1: Uh, Monkey... A fuse of knight's armor onto its skin.
0: Um, wait, wait, Pat. Do you mean a crab fused with a monkey? Basically, a crab man and a monkey lady. They break off from their warring factions, uh, elope in secret, and then, uh, in time, their child born between two species returns to conclude the war. Oh God. Okay. But the power is too strong. That but both sides want water for each other. It's a very underworld
1: situation. Okay.
2: okay. Um, you know, something I, me and Colt talked about is that, like, okay, uh, we, revert, we, turn, we revert back to mo- regular monkey or we turn into crab. And I said um, the crab we turn into is, like, the size of, like, a Labrador. Um, so if I'm putting this hyper completely fictional situation in here, I would say a gorilla with um, a crab arm. Like a huge crab arm. Like Like an extra one, kind of like a scorpion? No, no, no. Kind of like a badass, like, he has a regular right gorilla arm, and then his other arm's a giant crab arm.
1: Okay. I mean, that's kind of not really useful for what monkeys usually do, swinging from trees. A crab and a monkey just fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you are right. You are so right. Shut up.
2: (laughs) Nothing. Why are crabs and monkeys fighting a war in the first place? There's nothing...
0: (laughs) Look, look, I, I am just a simple man. I don't pretend to know what goes on in a monkey or a crab's head.
2: And, I mean, no, I mean, but think about it, though. If it, uh if a gorilla need like, he has a giant, like, a crab arm, right? And, like, the tree is not that thick. You could, like, cut it down, you know? And then, like, you get the, you probably get a little bit of start of a, um...
1: Stone age right there. Get the stone age running. Even though the monkeys are currently in the stone age in real life right now.
2: It's kind of crazy. Um... But now, now he would be kind of set back um, with mathematics, though, because he would have to. Well, actually, no. we what do you, Okay. I feel like there's like a,
1: orangutan or some other like cocoa, maybe that's done a little bit of math, like basic addition.
2: Well, well, no, 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 no. Because something about um something about species and animals is like we the way we do math is because it's based off of our fingers. I mean, literally. Yeah. So, like, we have five fingers, uh, ten in total. Would the gorilla still do, like, you know, dividing and multiplying by five? Or, like, would he would he count the tip of each of his pincer as, like, a finger so it'd be seven?
1: I feel like that's probably what would happen. I feel like we're also kind of going a little too deep in on this. <laughs> uh, how much time have we spent on this? My
0: God, uh, fifteen minutes.
1: We should probably go to the next one. We could talk about monkeys and crabs forever. I mean, it's interesting. Uh,
2: yeah. So I guess it's a draw.
0: Yeah, it, it, it'll end in a draw, which we'll have to team up to fight an even bigger evil, which will be um, Mecha King Ghidorah. Okay.
2: Fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spin. Spin it. uh what's something that helped keep you sane through the pandemic be it media food or plain old trucking whatever bro
1: that was me that was me yeah i was just wondering like what's been something keeping you going through this pandemic because it's been going on for a long time for us anyway well yeah in the u.s we have been, we've well, been well taking everywhere, it sorry. serious here
2: our quarantine sorry it's different
0: yeah, uh, eight months going strong in our separate households. Yeah, I haven't seen
1: Pat or Jonathan since March. It's been a long time.
0: Uh, yeah, I birth- saw Wenzel when he came up to get his birthday presents from us, and I saw Tanner when he came by to drop off our groomsmen presents.
1: That was the last time I saw Tanner, too.
2: I, I actually don't leave my house. I actually sent um a double out to get
1: stuff. Oh, I just send uh, a raven outside. Uh, none of them come back. I have to buy a new raven every time. <laughs>
0: I feel like you would save money by just training the ravens instead of just buying a, a new one each time. Well, how am I
1: going to train the ravens? As soon as I open the door, they're gone.
0: Well, you got to tell them not to fly away.
1: I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, it sounds like you're a bad trainer. I never claimed to be a good one. That's one thing. <laughs> no. I guess that's... But uh some of my comforts uh, gonna be very cult of me. Uh, video games a hundred percent I've been
2: horseback riding
1: been playing a lot of video games uh, probably seen a lot more definitely seen a lot more TV shows slash movies as well. Uh, I've started and almost finished sopranos, but I stopped watching because uh, the p s five doesn't have an hBO max app and uh, the sopranos is so good so fun it's uh just got a bunch of very mafia italian racism uh and other homophobic stuff like that but it's still very good in the way it's made and acted and the story's very compelling in a way it's all around fun especially when they're just uh, being full on Italian and being proud about it, uh, not when they're celebrating Christopher Columbus, obviously, but when they're just saying, "I want some, uh, what is it? What's that thin bacon-like meat? Pastrami." Prosciutto. Uh, or prosciutto. prosciutto. <laughs> there he is. There it is. <laughs> prosciutto. I
0: mean, pastrami is meat-based.
1: Yeah. Every single episode, I swear, Tony Soprano goes into his fridge and he gets like a small little pinch. A prosciutto and he's like hey what's good and his wife's like money problems and he's like oh every day every day with this and then she divorces him and then she he does the exact same thing
0: i can't just we just man spends all day eating cured meats and not taking care of his marriage uh, spoiler for Sopranos, I guess. Also, everyone, every <laughs>
1: single male character cheats on their wife. I, I don't understand the appeal. There's like, it's, uh, I don't want to say the term because I feel like it's probably offensive, but like they just have these specific w- women they consider their like, oh, it's okay, she's my term, I can cheat because she's my second wife. But when the main wife finds out, they're mad and they can't find out. I don't understand it. It's all wild. Uh, I mean, who could, you know? (laughs) Uh, Coming up in
0: season four of Sopranos, even more adultery.
1: Also, we eat a lot of prosciutto. You know how it be. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I brought this up to Winslow last night. It's not just Sopranos. It's movies, TV shows, whatever. It kills me. I understand. They're probably saying yes just to be nice. But every time they're like, hey, you want something to eat? You want something to drink like some coffee, some tea, Coke? uh they always say yes and then when they get it they don't say they don't drink it they don't eat it they just continue the scene out talking to them and then they leave that food that drink never gets eaten it never gets drunk it's just a waste and if someone were to ever do that to me i would be so hurt so angry just say no you don't want food you don't want coffee okay I'm wasting my stuff for you. Does this bother anyone, or am I just being crazy? No, no, no.
2: I mean,
0: that—that is a thing. But I guess it's just a bit hard to have a conversation and uh, and be munching or drinking something. But but like, also, I don't know too many of the people that really noticed. Not to say that you're 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 noticing this is wrong or bizarre. It's just like it's just like I guess a formality of the setting.
2: No, we we talked about this. Colt actually went on the same rant, like he said with me. Uh, you know, it's most likely the stuff that they give them is fakes. But I said, uh, I said they should they should change it, to where everything they give them is real, and they have to fucking eat and drink it. And if they mess up the the scene, they have to do it again. They have to eat and drink it again.
1: And <laughs> until they get to the point, like, oh, I cannot do the scene. And I think that's actually probably how some of Sopranos was shot—the way he was eating prosciutto. Let me tell you, he gets offered coffee; he'll drink—he won't drink that coffee. But anytime he can, he will eat any deli meat in sight. It's on point. <laughs> Every time there's a deli meat, he eats it. But no. Coffee, no coke, nothing.
0: It's like they have to. They have to say, like James, uh, you, you can't eat prosciutto right now. We're in the middle of the and he's just like shoveling it in. It's like no. <laughs> it, it's um. It's like that
2: uh, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. when he was filming um the Avengers. Uh, he hid food all over the set, and whenever there were shots of him eating in the movie, that was him actually eating food that he hid on set. Snacks.
0: <laughs> it's like th- this is a mil- this is a multi million dollar movie that we can't edit this out for continuity, but god damn it.
2: I mean it's but I mean the thing is though, it's such so, it's so Robert Downey Jr. and it's also so Tony Stark. It, yeah, it's it's, it's,
0: it's, with, it's within the character of course, but like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. like
0: whenever Tony Soprano is like um about to blow a guy's head off he just starts like he just pull he unwraps the presido and starts like Yeah slowly Stuffing it in.
1: Pr- pretty much. Uh, sh- Even though I'm, I, I am I, am kind of talking shit, the show's awesome. It's <laughs> like probably one of the best TV shows out there, up there with Breaking Bad. I know these are very white male favorite TV shows, and I'm saying it like that because I am a white male, but they're really good. They're very good. Give them a chance, but if you're not into that kind of stuff, just ignore it and go watch something else. What's everybody else being keeping same though?
0: Uh, At least for me, like, I've been watching a lot more movies this year, and I think just having that time to, like, because of quarantines, I'm not going out on the town, just, like, I think movies has really helped. Just like, watching more, like, watching outside of what my normal sort of viewing habits would be, that's been a help. Um, I've got back into shows, like, I haven't, uh, to to a lesser degree, like, there's still a few shows I I started, and I plan to go back and finish. Uh, Recently, I started... Shit's Creek, which I know is a very well-accoladed show. Um, I'm sure everybody's heard it to death by now, but I, I've started the process with it, and uh, I, I'm still finding my footing with it. But I do enjoy it, and I, from what everything I've hear, like the series starts a bit slow, but as it progresses, there's been there's a lot of really genuine, interesting, and compelling uh, character development that happens over the course of the series, especially toward the end.
1: That was one show that like I see it and I look at it and it just looks like I mean it seems like it has a funny enough cast and maybe it's good, but it seems very rich white people shit. <laughs> you just got
2: done talking about a hey, prosciutto, mafia bam boom. Bah. But no no no, that's <laughs> I cheat on my wife. That's
1: just rich criminal white people. This I'm talking. This <laughs> is like mm, let's go play tennis. Uh my uh that's it. I don't know what rich white people do—kill babies, well, uh, the, inject well, the, the premise of the show
0: is is that uh, these rich, uh, these rich people lose all their money and they have to sort of adjust to being poor. And like the first season, is them just like being a at like normal people living. But like apparently that sort of like, falls away over time as they sort of learn their lessons from living amongst regular people. But that's that's sort of the conceit of the first season, at least is just like then just being like completely flummoxed by like regular people having like jobs and like living in a run down motel and just being just completely aghast by like Walmarts. See, that's different from what you thought,
2: Colt.
1: I've seen a clip of uh, only one clip and it's just uh, getting dookie water on him. I don't know much about the show.
2: See, so don't judge a book by its
0: cover.
1: But I'm going to continue to do so can't stop me you're not in my brain you're not controlling my brain
0: but uh wendell what have you been doing to, to help get by through quarantine
2: um well you know like um like you said pat uh movies um you know i finally i finally hit 100 movies this year i'm at currently a 105 104 um you know that's been really really fun really uh really great way to kind of cope and pass the time um uh, I've really gotten back into reading this year. Um, I'm currently at like 55 books. Um, trying to hit 60. Uh, I'm reading Dune, so I'm getting back into that. That's, that's going to be my, like, my 56th, 56th book. Uh, I read two books of poetry very, very recently. Um, one is, uh, All Heathens by Marianne Chan. Um, that one is like, uh, she's a, she's Filipino and, Chinese I think um but it's like uh it's like mostly like poetry about like her Filipino identity and family and it's like you know I I don't I haven't read much uh stuff concerning like Filipino authors so that was really um really nice and interesting to read and then another one was um uh Night Sky Has Exit wound or Night Sky With Exit Wounds by Ocean Vuong, who is uh Vietnamese and it's more about uh, Vietnamese uh, the Vietnam War and their Vietnamese um, family and um, and and doing a lot of both of them kind of deal with like subjects of like grief longing uh, family and they're both very 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 good I, I recommend them um, and it, it's poetry and it can kind of be tough to read but like uh, it, it's funny because I like reading this a whole lot more because it's modern poetry and like I uh, most of the poetry I've read is either Shakespeare or, uh, really, really old poetry from not, it's not modern, <laughs> uh, that I've read in high school or college. And this is like so much better and just more, um, fascinating and relatable, relatable. Uh, so I, I recommend those and, um, and, uh, yeah, you know, me and Colt, we've we got on played video games, uh, we've built, we started getting back into building. That's really, really uh really helped um yeah a lot of um have a lot of stuff that I can keep myself occupied
0: with
1: yeah that's a good thing about this time frame uh we actually have a lot access to a lot of stuff uh, we're we're very fortunate to have access to all this stuff at yep. least exactly cuz uh man i don't know how they did it uh like let's say in the time frame where they didn't have electricity just sitting in your room Staring at the wall or go outside and get mauled by wolves. Man, that's a <laughs> yeah, tough one. Yeah, those choice. were definitely the only two things. That's the only two things, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's you, you woke up, you ate breakfast. Um, maybe, maybe you ate breakfast. Maybe. Uh, you would go, you would go work, um, which is mining, firewood, uh, child labor, <laughs> Chopping, child labor, you know, if you're a child, if you're an adult, um, you would go, to, you would go leave the town. Uh, it take about three days' time. If I don't come back, bo- Billy, you watch over the family. You know, like it sucked. Um, would never ever want to live any time before the twenty first century. Don't
1: forget the, uh, uh, you know, it's not that much different. But boy, they were more openly racist and uh like, generally just treated people that were not white worse.
2: You know, it, it's funny because I, I remember I – I um, maybe I've talked about this before, you know, all the time in school, and then now I see it sort of on so, – a little bit on social media. I'll see these these people I went to school with or just these people in general who will talk about, like, man, I was born in the wrong, you know, time, decade. I want to be back there in the, the 20s, uh, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, um, you know, whatever, 80s, like uh, – I'm like uh yeah because you're also uh what a white affluent person uh you won't have to deal with a ton of shit. Um I'd like to stay here possibly jump forward in time. Uh Like I would I would want to be here where we have uh television, internet, uh air conditioning, where we have all this nice shit that keeps us all connected and communicate with each other. Medicine. Not in time I mean, medicine as well, like, I don't want to be in a time where there was not as much medicine or research, Uh, you know, they were, (laughs) they were trying to make sure uh, the Bible was still taught in school and that evolution wasn't, or, uh, I mean, fuckers are still racist now you know that that kind of hasn't changed uh (laughs) uh, I don't want to I don't want to be in the the decade right before the depression or right before one of the greatest or not greatest one of the biggest fucking wars in the world uh I don't want to I don't want to be around you know for the Vietnam War or like no or the uh, no 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 why why shut the
0: fuck up (laughs)
1: These are our comforts. Uh, These is what we get to get us through the uh, pandemic. What we've been doing.
0: These are the only things that we have to keep us safe from the the terrors of time as the past tries to encroach onto the future and the time war it threatens us all.
1: Well, yeah, you guys ready yep. for another spinny spin?
0: Ooh, we got we got some more spins in you. Yep, we
1: got some more spins.
2: Uh, okay. Uh this is Pat's um memories having to concern arcade games. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. I was gonna see sort of like what 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 sort of memories y'all had playing arcade games or what were some of your favorites. Um me personally one of my favorites. Whenever my family we'd have we there for a while we had birthday parties at the um uh, at a local bowling alley on a pretty regular occasion. And every time we finished the game we go to their little arcade there, and probably the two that we spent the most time on was uh, House of the Dead yeah. in Gauntlet. Yes. Because I, I remember there was one party where my cousin literally exchanged like a, a good portion of his birthday money, probably at least $25 worth of his cash into quarters for us to play House of the Dead, <laughs> and we literally got to the final boss in this arcade game.
1: Fuck. That's pretty yeah, cool, man. but also, god dang, man, that would have been something.
2: Uh, man, uh, don't talk to
1: <laughs> uh <laughs>
2: Oh, man, I'm having good and bad memories come back now. Um, you know, he's not the only one that spent $20. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm.
0: see, it, it, it's just back in a time when he had 100% disposable income, and you're and just like, you wanted to be that person that's like, no, who else do you know that got to the final, the end of a arcade game? Usually people play it for a while or leave, but like, how many people stick it out, <laughs> the wallet in front, all the way to the end of that journey? Where you had to fight this giant, fireball-throwing, cyborg, magic zombie. Oh, that's sick. Sick. Total bragging rights. Um,
1: What's even wild is, like, you can probably play House of the Dead or any arcade game that people spent, like, a bunch of money on uh, for, like, probably five bucks. You can get it for five bucks on Steam or GOG or whatever, and uh, that's all you have to pay, and you can play it endlessly. No money needed. Or any extra coins, at least. Yeah.
2: Um... uh uh i'm trying to think um yeah we would um well whenever i used to live in uh northport we uh i had friends their birthdays would be at a um at a bowling alley and we would go we would actually go play a little bit in the arcade i don't i don't remember much from that but i remember the times that um oh man that uh me and my dad would go uh would go play a little bit, and now, when I think about it now, I kind of understand it, because he would, uh, he would get a little bit of quarters to me and my sister, or it would, if it was just me and him, he'd get a little bit of quarters to me, because, um, he has every right to do that, because later, and I say later, 2017, I, I remember, uh, like I said, we went. Uh, my ex girlfriend and me and a friend were at the beach, and we went to an arcade. And I spent uh twenty dollars on quarters and maybe more.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it you're was you are the only you know, one brave enough to do it.
2: it. It was fun. You know, we got a ton. We got a ton of tickets. Um. Was there monetary value that added up to 20 bucks in those tickets? Mm, Mm. No, definitely not. The
1: prizes, no. Uh,
0: You mean to tell me that giant novelty (laughs) cone wasn't worth the $25 you spent in tickets? (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) The most fun thing about those, like, tick win or playing these games to get tickets, those prizes are like probably three cents a piece.
2: Man, uh, I don't even. I don't even remember what I got, and I kind of don't want to talk about what I got, um, because it was uh, chicken hat.
1: (laughs) Oh, chicken (laughs) hat! Chicken hat. That's pretty bad. That's what I got. I
2: don't. I don't know where it is now. Uh, I might have threw it somewhere in my room. Um, That's what I got. It's probably worth five bucks. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's no way it's worth more than ten. But it's
0: not about the monetary, like. Worth of it is about the the effort you took to make, to win it. That's why it's special and means more to you than money. That yeah,
2: I, I it was fun. It was a fun time. Um, I remember uh there was a pizza place we would go to and it had a really fun. It had an arcade uh, game. It was um, it was where you like had to go to Area Fifty One and you had to you'd kill aliens and zombies. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. Area Fifty One. It was just called, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was really fun. Uh, and I told uh, Colt this, that um, whenever we used to live in Northport, we would have to, um, a lot of the time, we would have to go to a laundromat to get our clothes uh, washed and stuff. And uh, every time we'd go there, my mom would let me and my sister get like a, can- they had a drink machine, get a can of soda. And then um, there was a, I can't remember if it was a Pac-Man uh machine i think it was because pacman's man pacman game machines are common but we would we would play that while we waited for clothes to get done um yeah it sounds like it sounds like from a different from a different era but this is like early 2000s we were um we were you know we were very uh yeah we were very poor and uh you know that's what we that's what we did but no we would uh no I, can you just imagine uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of a of a time frame that like that compares to. I don't know. We t- fucking just some old time. We're just some old timey kids. Uh,
1: like from 80s to 90s, pretty much. Throw a yeah, quarter in the jukebox.
2: <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, that 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 that's some of my memories.
1: My experience with arcade games. I don't have much because when I was little, uh, really just poor. Didn't have much to like play. But, uh, whenever I did go to areas with arcade machines and, uh, I would always go to the press for, like, change buttons. I'd always press every single one of them to see if I've got money. And if I'm extra lucky, there'll be some person that forgot coins in the machine and I'll get extra, the little money and I'll be able to play.
0: Hell yeah. A little bit. How often did that work out for you?
1: It probably only happened, like, four times. But I did it every single time. And I did it a lot, uh... Like, I remember playing in the – we have a thrift store uh, here. I can't remember. What is it called? American's Thrift Store next to the China Buffet? Yeah. Yeah, that thrift store had an arcade machine in the, like, early 2000s. To, uh, it was, like, 2006 area, 2005, 2006. And I remember playing it. It was a Marvel versus Capcom 1 or 2, I can't remember. Oh, Oh, yeah, shit, I think I remember
2: that. I don't remember
1: if it was one or two, but I I remember that machine, I think. And uh, I would just go there every time uh, we were checking out, and if I was lucky, I'd get to see someone else play instead of uh, the demo playing over and over again. Uh, Also go to the bowling alley. I went to the exact same bowling alley. Uh, I think it was uh, Leland Lane's? Yeah, Leland Lane's. Rest in peace. Uh, I would always go in there and watch people play House of the Dead. Uh, those weird racing games, all of that. I just love to watch. I didn't really start playing video games until I got a PlayStation Three. At all, I'd always be the one watching instead of actually playing. Yeah, I was the was the same way.
0: Uh, one last game. I I don't know how many people have heard of it. Have y'all heard of a game called Ocean Hunter?
1: Ah, uh, it sounds familiar. No, I have not heard that.
0: Pretty sure it was it was uh, made by Sega. Basically, it's this uh, kind of like on rails shooter game, but basically you played these like these divers that were hired to fight sea monsters.
1: Yeah, it's a Sega game. Yeah, I've definitely seen this machine before.
0: And basically, like each level, what like you 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 fight through one of the seven seas, and then at the end. You get a little bounty poster, and you got to fight this, you know, this giant sea monster, like a giant octopus, giant shark, giant crab, and then eventually you're fighting, like, the god of the sea by the end of it. And I remember playing a little bit myself, but then one day, because back in the, oh, let's say, late 90s, early 2000s, our local Walmart had a arcade in it for a while, and then eventually that turned into like some discount glasses store or like Walmart taxes or some shit, whatever they're trying to rookie for. And basically I watched this person play through the entire game, and I was just like, what the fuck? This guy, this guy is so good. And and just seeing like you fighting like all these giant sea monsters. Like there's literally one where the monster is so big you, you, you like you can't fight him from the outside. You have to go inside and like blow up his guts. But I just remember being just like, that's probably one of the most unique games arcade wide that I remember seeing. And just like how it, it's kind of, I don't ever really remember people talking about it. I just, I just really sit out in my mind. as like a very unique type of game. Yeah. But other than that, like, I love Gauntlet. We play Gauntlet like crazy. Um, I don't know anybody's actually beating it, because you just, you just get overwhelmed by, like, millions of spiders. But, like, Gauntlet, House of the Dead, those are always our two uh, standbys.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. Any kind of arcade game with, like, an external, like, thing to play it, that was the thing that always drew my attention more, uh, because even if I didn't have money to play, I could pretend I was playing, like shooting the screen with the toy gun or uh, moving the controls around. Because it's just fun. I did the same thing, man. I, <laughs>
2: it's just weird being a kid because like you would you would do that or like for me if uh, if it was like a machine like Galaga or like. Uh, Pac-Man I would for some reason I would just press the button and like pretend I was controlling Pac-Man by jiggling the stick like wh- like what? what's the point <laughs> I mean when you're a kid you, you
1: I guess your imagination
2: is better imagination yeah no it, it was fun fun times um ah, man I I remember uh I, I think I think it's in Chattanooga there was um there's actually an arcade place up there that's still open that has like a ton of it's just an arcade. It has tons of arcade machines. I would love to go in there and just, you know, play some games. I, Why not? I love arcades.
0: Yeah, because I think there was an arcade kind of like, arcade slash like fun facility that opened up in Tuscaloosa a few months ago. Of course, like, it, it got started a little bit and then COVID happened, so they're, obviously their businesses are just a little stymied. But they had like... A full arcade, like uh, um, laser tag, I think some kind of kart racing and uh, axe drawing too. Like it's a whole big production.
1: Yeah. It'd be
0: nice to check out one day once all this is over. I remember us making
1: a plan to actually go and do stuff there, but we've never got to because of COVID. I would love to go to a huge arcade like play place someday. I've never actually been in one. It's always been at a random business that has an arcade up front. Or a machine up front.
0: All right. I think we got one more topic left. It is um, ASMR YouTube. Uh, Now, Wenzel, how can I believe that that's actually the last topic when I didn't hear the clickety spin? Bitch,
2: you want to hear it? Fine, here. What did it land on? Still spinning. (laughs) And It actually landed on ASMR YouTube.
0: Very okay. nice. This was my last one, uh-huh. and uh, I recently got into ASMR YouTube because, like, I want first I want to check it out. It's like I don't know if I have an AS- ASMR thing because people like Here, here's a sound that simulates a, a a sensation in your body that causes relaxation. It's like I'll see and I'll be the judge of who relaxes me and what. And turns out I do have an ASMR sensation. It's uh hearing bones crack and uh yeah it's, it's mostly hearing bones crack
1: all right that's a uh, mm, red flag that's kind of, Writing that yeah now. red flag
2: uh red card pat
1: uh three more two more and you're out uh when it comes to the ASMR for me i absolutely hate like 99% of it i, I, I le- i'm leaving that 1% for something there's got to be something out there that i like but i hate every single thing i've listened to so far it's always just made me uncomfortable it's not relaxing in any way especially people talking i hate people talking asmr style because it's always like popping and you can hear every single individual drop of saliva coming out of their mouth moving around in their mouth not for me i don't like asmr Uh, especially the whole "Oh, oh it's time for the nails to smash into the mic here's that you guys like that Here's me scraping the mic with my nails. I'm not doing it because it sucks. I'm not into it.
0: Do you have any ASMR?
1: Shut up. Just shut up.
2: <laughs> uh, being attacked
0: by a giant goldfish.
2: No, I'm the cat. <laughs> Can't um, get a word in
1: with this clown.
2: <laughs> uh, p- Not any that come to mind. I think... um. Whatever, I, I've heard AS, ASMR before, uh, you know, stuff. Um, yeah, like, like, that, like we, did,
0: we did an episode on it a few years back.
2: Yeah, we did we did an episode, but, um, like, outside of that, like, I'll occasionally run into stuff that I'm like, okay, that sounds pretty good. Nice. Um, <laughs> I really like, uh, it's not, I guess it's a little ASMR where the people will take um, their, like, their headphone mic, put it in their mouth, and then, like, uh, bang on their head. uh,
1: the ones i usually hear like really ear destruction uh where it's just um, very loud when they put the mic in their mouth and they scream uh no also when they knock Uh, on their head i also hear very loud noises
2: yeah yeah that's the one that's the one i was talking about knock on their head like you know yeah um, yeah,
0: i don't know the head knocking one. my uh asmr has mostly just been like people like you know at like a goddamn it what's the word chiropractor chiropractor you know getting like you know getting the adjustments like you know their neck popped their your shoulders popped their back popped and stuff like that that's that's the sound i was like oh wow i really like that sound Hmm. but like like the further down i went into the the asmr tube is realized like one there's like asmr celebrities like oh you have this this one guy in India who's really popular, he just goes to all these small barbers and gets, like, his hair cut and gets massaged and, like, his neck cracked. And then he had, like, this really hunky Italian doctor who speaks in Italian very softly and, like, and uh, pops people's backs. And then you have—and then, like, the further you go down from there, you get into, like, horny ASMR, which is, like— They tried to play it off like they're not horny, but then you have, like, oh— th- uh, satisfying cracks. You need to see a girl with, with her ass like in the thumb YouTube in like <laughs> yoga pants and it's like, I feel like they're trying to gain her, a different type of audience with this.
2: <laughs> Isn't all ASMR horny though?
1: Yes.
0: Probably not intentionally but because it, it's sort of like a secondary thing if, it feels like. But then like, uh, there's also the ones that, because apparently you can buy these like, because ASMR ear cleaning is, is a thing where people like, oh here's, it's like a visual ASMR. You see, like a camera it zooms into a person's ear canal. They scrape out the the gunk in it, and then Ew. people just like you know, the human ear doesn't have enough gunk and textures in it for their liking. So they have these people who buy these. It's like it's like these fake ear canals, like with ears on either end with an audio jack in it that people plug in their mics into, and they fill it up with like Nickelodeon gack and sand and like little like non perel bits and he had this lady with long fingernails and like an ear picks just sort of gently scrape out all the goo and the gunk in it and then it just sort what of uh, f- pops off from there. What
1: the fuck? I'm not into it, but I have definitely I'm not into seen, that. Uh, um, uh, but oh, I was going
2: to I was going to say another ASMR thing I actually do enjoy is the where it's like they have like um like these like these blocks. Um I don't know if they're like sand or some kind of like they're not foam, but like there's some kind of substance where like um, they take, like, a knife, uh, usually, like, a plastic knife or something, and they cut it, and, like, just, like, the nice little, like, little crunching sound of yeah. them cutting through it. It's, I like that.
1: Uh, I know what it's called. It's, we did something in uh, art in uh, high school with it. It's floral foam, or, it's what they oh, use to stab, yeah. like, flowers into and whatnot. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah like, like us um, like the green yeah. water-absorbing foam?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, once Very you nice. scrape it off, it gets everywhere. It's like fiberglass, and it itches your skin. Not really. But it's not nice to have on your skin. That was probably one of my favorite projects in uh, high school, was f- fucking with that stuff.
0: Yeah, because you get, you get uh, a grade for making a mess.
1: Pretty much. But yeah, ASMR, oh. psh, not for me. Most of the stuff I find is a weird and uh, seems like it should be illegal. Uh, mostly go, ear sucking, um, uh, ear licking, uh, not uh, not for me. <laughs>
2: uh, if I just want to be feel relaxed, uh, I just go pet uh, Sasha.
1: If any sound relaxes me, it's droning sounds like a constant like hum or a buzz, like it just I don't know something like that makes me feel comfortable. That man,
0: Th- that's I the, the opposite for me. Like I get anxious when there's just like a, a I long hate that. sustained like low key droning. In the mm. ear, like, it feels like I have tinnitus, and that really... Yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's like a, for me.
1: That's oh, uncomfortable for sick. Like, uh, when I was little, I would, like, just hum, like, the same tone for a long time, and it would always make me super sleepy because I was so calm and relaxed. It's like, the way it vibrates my head or my eardrums, it just made me super relaxed.
2: I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing, but man, I... I can never do that. Like like Pat said that that scares me like when I think of like tinnitus or you know there's that like phenomenon where people all across the world are for some reason hearing this like ringing sound and like they don't know where or how why or where it's coming from. They just all for some reason hear this special frequency ringing.
1: Like uh another example is the refrigerator. Refrigerator today's making the same noise. If I didn't have the refrigerator going off cuz it's like where my room's at the refrigerator is right next to my head on the other side of the wall it makes a, a noise but like when the power goes out i can hear it turn off and i'll probably wake up for a little bit cuz uh, the the droning noise of the electricity or the fridge humming turns off
2: that's interesting you'd probably really uh, enjoy a white mo- noise machine then wouldn't you uh,
1: maybe but i don't really mm. have trouble sleeping anymore i mean if i do melatonin knock me out
0: yeah, he finally fought off those uh, all those paralysis demons. Yeah. Right. well, I think we went around the, 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 the board pretty well today. We we finally uh, capped off to spin the wheel. I think this is a pretty fun experiment. We might do this in the future. Later on, we have more subjects and people to explain what their weird, very vague subjects meant.
1: I kind of, ex- like, Jonathan. my sentences for my subjects were kind of understandable. Jonathan just wrote, Calzone. What do you want us to do with that, Jonathan? <laughs> oh,
2: man. Jonathan, we need more Jonathan. to work with here. Oh, man. You know, um, you might have sent me um, more than just Calzone. I just put Calzone on the board.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: So, once again, the
0: Wenzel vices has fucked us all
2: over. No, no, no. I was wrong. Uh, the last message I have shows all of this stuff. It literally just says Calzone's with question
1: mark. <laughs> so oh, like yeah. He wasn't sure. Okay, I finally understand what he saw. He didn't know what a Calzone was. He was asking us what a Calzone was.
0: I'll send it to you guys. Take take <laughs> me it. to Calzone School.
2: I'll just put in the cool kids chat. <laughs> Fuck. Yep.
1: <laughs> That's his last one. Calzones. Or or is it part of any movie you couldn't finish and why? Calzones. The movie was called Calzones. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? You got a beautiful mind there.
0: Too beautiful for this world. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today on this Banter Roulette, on this Spin the Wheel Part 2. We really do appreciate you all listening today and joining us. So, you can follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Letterboxd and Facebook at All You Can Hear. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv All You Can Hear. You can follow us on YouTube as well, which is also at all you can hear. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, and any RSS feed catcher out there. It really would mean a lot to us if you just like, rate, view, subscribe, and all those platforms just pushes us up higher in the algorithm, and makes us more visible, and just spreads the banter around. And lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterbox at John Lost His Name, and follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art.
1: Uh, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00. I just want to share this image that just came up in my Twitter feed. It's a photo shared by Jared Leto. It's him holding onto a doorway, like a little doorway or a pillar. I can't tell. He says, Happy Sunday. You never know what's just around the corner. Exo. Just wanted to leave everybody with that.
0: Uh, is Jared Leto finding something nefarious?
1: It seems very nefarious and cult like 'Cause looking at the replies, it's something else.
0: He has a cult, doesn't he? Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. Like he actually calls it a cult. He's like he's like leaning into it.
2: Um well, I don't have a cult. Like well, I have a cult. <laughs> cult. What's up? Uh, my friend's cult. Um not Jared Little. Um, thank you for listening. Uh you can follow me Winslow, on Twitter at Winslow, you can follow my art, and Instagram at WardWindsy. If you want to go check out my letterbox and my goodreads, uh, I have a link tree in both of my b- uh, both my Instagram and my Twitter, so you can find those there. Um, why are you laughing, Pat? Is that funny? Is that funny? to You? What's so funny? Am I a clown to you?
0: Yes. Oh. And I, I want you to embrace your clown. Don't be ashamed of it.
1: Yeah. Be uh, weird. I know. Like I've heard this from every other podcast. Be weird. Do something strange. Be wacky. Be crazy. Nobody likes someone that does every what everyone else does. Uh, just don't. Just don't. Uh, eat your boogers. Just or eat your boogers. People. Who cares? Be wild. <laughs> just don't hurt people. That's be be kind. Yeah, eat your boogers at a safe distance. But yeah.
0: Also, apparently, uh, I found we can go back and replug our hotline number, which is call us at two zero five five two three four nine six five. That's two zero five Vlad four nine six five. Because we had a couple people call us, but um, maybe we should just neglect to mention that it's a voicemail hotline. Like uh, you, you can't directly contact us, unfortunately, but you can leave a voicemail and we can get back to you and just talk about your message on the show. And that's just another way you can reach out to us. So if you want to, give us a call at our voicemail hotline, 205-523-4965.
1: Yeah. Give it a call. All
0: right. Thank you so much. We'll be talking to you very soon. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.